At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, if you haven't heard about WebmasterRadio.fm's mobile app for iPhone and Android, you got to listen up. This is amazing. You can now get not just CEO Coach, but every Webmaster Radio show on your mobile device. Go to iTunes to download or the Android app stores. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on our new mobile app. Hope to see you there. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding the finance, set up the staffing, our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. And welcome to the CEO Coach. This is Ann Kennedy, president of Outlines Venture Group. My sidekick, Jillian Music, is on a well-deserved break today. And I have a very special guest, Matt Roberts, the chief strategy officer of LinkDex. He's uh, talking to us from London. Welcome to CEO Coach, Matt. Hi, Ann, and thank you. Yeah, excited to be here. It's a complete delight to have you here. Uh, Matt has been a good friend of mine, and the reason I asked him to be on this show was because he has uh, risen uh, LinkedIn, brought LinkedIn up to a very, very uh, uh, award-winning worldwide sensation in a very short time, just about three and a half years. Is that right, Matt? Um, it feels like a, the blink of an eye, but I guess it is about that. Um, yeah, time's gone very quickly over the last couple of years. Yeah, and you have uh, had a meteoric rise. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about LinkedIn? What does it do and who is your market? So LinkedIn is um, enterprise SEO software, and uh, our customers are, are brands and the agencies that uh, look after those brands. And... Um, the, the you know we're it's an exciting space um, as you know and it's it, you know the thing about organic search and SEO is it's it's loved by consumers they use it all the way through the purchase funnel 
and um, for brands that's huge and and it's it's brand building all by all by itself so it's a, it's a great space to be in so you have i have to think though that uh, um, seo and and search is still a pretty niche market and yet aren't many many enterprises asking for more and more help with it which blows up your market to a much larger market is that true um some great brands really get um, what organic search is and what it means. Um, I think because some of the legacy of the SEO industry is it's a bit sort of snake oil, or once was anyway. Um, it's, that's not true anymore. And um, for the brands that really understand that actually it's nothing to do with what they think about the channel, the channel is just loved by their, their customers. All the way through the purchase funnel, they're, they're, they're turning to it. And for the brands that are switched on, they get this and they end they'll turn to their whole organization and really prioritize it as a channel in addition to all of the sort of more traditional channels they feel um, more in control of. And that was certainly the uh, the great dream of all of us in SEO for low these nearly 20 years of, that we've been toiling in this space. So um, I think that what you've accomplished is uh, really remarkable, um, especially as you're making inroads with the brands that, as you say, get it. Um, what a, um, The reason I thought you'd be of interest to our listeners is that you've accomplished what many of our listeners are dreaming of and I thought it would be really cool if they could hear how life is like on the um, on the other side of success not just the sitting back and dreaming about it but gee whiz you know how are we uh, um, how does it feel where you are so can we start at the beginning Um, how did you start this it was 2010 I think Um, but did you have the idea for a long time before that so um, a good friend of mine and um, brilliant guy called John Straw came to me. I was I was at a um, a London-based agency, and he said he he just sold his um, SEO agency for a multi-million-dollar sort of buyout to one of the big agency groups. And he said, "I've got this great idea, and it's about making much better data than what that was currently available in the industry at that time." And he used our tech team to develop a prototype, and then eventually that um, prototype got a little bit of traction, and we proved that we could do some really difficult things. And then that started um, the ball rolling, and then we got seed capital um, from there, and then the rest is is history, as it were. But uh, yeah, it's just about setting setting the bar high and wanting to do something that was really difficult to do at that time. You mentioned that you had a tech team that was working on it, and um, did you were you already in business doing something else at the time? So uh, I I was um, a director of uh, a, a a great digital agency uh, in London, and we were always known for building great tech and um, even our own sort of shopping cart solutions. And we, we had built a lot of sort of SEO tools at that time. So, so data and technology and software was, was, was always something we were really comfortable with. And um, that, you know, it wasn't the, the tech team that continued to build LinkedIn, but they were certainly the builders of the first prototype. Once we got proper funding um, and got, a, got a, a full-time CTO in, then we really started sort of build from the ground up the, the, the platform that you see today. Aha. Uh-huh. So tell us a little bit about what the platform does. You know, as you know, I'm a great evangelist for LinkedIn. I, I love your, um, the maps that you create, the influencers. But can you t- describe that a little bit for our, our listeners? So, so LinkedIn is a very 
what I would call complete platform. And, and in our market, that means that we have to learn how to do a lot of things. And there is advantage in doing lots of things. And there are disadvantages. Um, creating width and depth is, is something that is quite a dangerous strategy, actually. And we do everything from um, reporting. Um, so, you know, if you want to report to the CEO or CMO or, or in other people inside an organization, you need to present them with great reports, with great KPI. So we kind of do that bit. We do an enormous amount of um, sort of data, uh, big data work. So, I mean, there's sort of th- in, in our industry, there's sort of three types of company. You've got the... You've got the data aggregators who are great at taking APIs and putting them in one place and making it convenient. You've got what I would call the data improvers. So they take perhaps APIs and, and, and through either combination or enrichment, make something more of them. And then you've got data originators. And we're, we're big on all three, but we're particularly keen on the, on the second two. So that sort of improvement of data and origination of data. And what we find is if, if by combining that data in really interesting ways, you get you get really big competitive advantage. So we'd probably call ourselves a data company first, um, software second. Um, and that's kind of, that's kind of what we, where we sort of see our, our advantage, if you like. It, it's in the data. Well, fantastic. And I noticed uh, you talk about the uh, breadth and width being the, the uh, dangerous strategy. And I'm, I want to comment, I guess, the, one of the uh, characters of success is to not be afraid of tackling the dangerous strategies. To yeah, bold. yeah, it was it was bold, and it was very difficult in the middle years of the of the company um, because when you take in our industry, we have lots of very 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 good specialist niche tools that do particular jobs, and um, to knowingly build something that's not as good as those whilst you're building width. And then to start to build tools that are as good as the specialist niche and then starting to connect them up and through these sort of the horizontal connections of all of this data uh, and, and, and the integrated sort of nature of all of those different um, tools that then become sort of one very complete tool, we saw that as being the advantage. But you have to sort of, in the, in the middle of the, that sort of strategy, you have to sort of knowingly not be the best at each individual bit and hope that eventually the, uh, when it all comes together, it's sort of everybody goes, ah, that was what you were building. Got it. Right. And we've seen that. Uh, I think that that's so true because a lot of uh, the great software and the great data companies have built in iterative uh, methods where they, they don't build everything at once. They work on the process and yeah. I certainly think that you uh, are supporting that so who are the key players on your team to build this so we're, we're kind of split into sort of thirds roughly we kind of got the sort of technical teams which are, are made of sort of really high-end high-quality developers and our philosophy with developers is not we don't we don't have too many junior staff so they all tend to have sort of be late 30s, early 40s, have been sort of high-end um, Java developers of, and, and programmers. Um, so they, they've, they've, they're not learning on, on our payroll, but you have to pay them more. Um, and that means we, that suits our sort of agile development um, process where we don't want to fix too much, but we want to, we want to develop quickly. So we have, we have a technical team, and they're, they're obviously supported by sort of um, a strong R&D team. So we have some great data scientists that sort of help us prototype and 
and do uh, so get it wrong away from the expensive dev team so we can get it right when we by the time it gets to them and they're supported by project management and then sort of you know being SaaS software um, you know everyone thinks of sort of software as being very technical but the sort of last s of that the service bit means for us people and at the enterprise end sort of account management and training and development and business development and and how we support clients is really particularly important. So we have pretty deep relationships with um, a lot of our clients and a lot of FaceTime, which you might think for SaaS software is slightly odd, but for us that comes quite naturally. And then sort of the other third of the business is, is really around sort of marketing and, and trying to sort of spread the word of what we're doing and, you know, sort of all the usual stuff there, everything from conferences and flying around the world to do those kind of things to um, content marketing, ebook creation and sort of more uh, more familiar inbound marketing. Well, that's great. Um, we're going to take a break now. I'm really fascinated with, with the bold things you're saying about uh, not being afraid to hire a high-end tech team and especially the part about getting it wrong away from your dev team um, before you get it right. So this is uh, Ann Kennedy speaking with Matt Roberts at CEO Coach. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. The balance of power is shifting, and in some cases, affiliates are growing larger than the brands they represent. Stay ahead of this and other trends with the Affiliate Marketing Insider. On demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to the CEO Coach. This is Ann Kennedy. I am speaking with Matt Roberts, the Chief Strategy Officer of LinkDex, based in London. Welcome back, Matt. Hi. So what does a chief strategy officer do? What is your role in the company, and, and why is it critical to your success? So, I mean, my role is, is pretty diverse. I mean, my, my, my primary aim is to sort of work out where we are as a company and where the industry is, where we're all going. And I see my, one of my sort of most difficult-to-do tasks is really sort of finding out or, and finding where our company's unfair advantage is going to come from. And I've got to act as both a, a sort of compass for where we should go, and I've got to be um, a filter um, for you know, what, what, are, what are we learned both from customers and from the market that is, that is true and what is noise. And that all filters straight into sort of the R&D and product and marketing of the company. So you know, finding the unfair advantage is, is probably my primary aim. You know, on the CEO Coach, uh, we talk a lot about wizards of companies and uh, business uh, managers of companies and that they're frequently two different people. So I would call you the wizard of LinkDex and that you're, uh, you have the business part in your team with your CEO and, and your VP of Enterprise. Would that be accurate? Yeah, I um Our CEO does things I could um, only dream of doing and... Um, Specifically, I probably wouldn't want to do, and, and more importantly, I probably wouldn't be very good at um, the things that I like doing. I'm doing, and I think if you, I think one thing I've learned about um, sort of people is putting the right person in the right job and making sure that they're they're desperately passionate about what they do. And uh, I can certainly say that's true of what what I, certainly what I'm doing. Aha. Uh-huh. So that would be a very important element to uh, success and has been in yours of putting the right person in the right job. Can you talk a little bit about the challenges that that entails in terms of recruitment, training, HR, all that, that sort of thing? In the digital and industry. The, and actually, the growth. Yeah. yeah, I mean, giving, finding, finding great people um, and building great teams is, is uh, so hard to do. And, um, Previously to LinkedIn, I certainly made a number of mistakes um, in recruiting. It was always very difficult to find people that uh, were who you thought they were, perhaps at interview. And and we've got much better at that. And we 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 recruit well. Um, we're very good at um, hopefully inspiring people to give more than they have to, um, because it's an exciting company to be around. We're trying to do difficult to do things. And one of the things that I think that um, every now and again you build, you're sort of involved in a company that can perhaps leave a footprint and do something that people might remember because you're trying to do something that's pretty extraordinary. And I think we've got one of those companies, and I think that's why we've managed to attract the talent that we have. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're very lucky. You have a, a larger team now, obviously, but... How did you have to build that team over the last three and a half years? Was it rapid? Uh, did it start as a fairly large team and you just added to a bit? How did that work? I think for our listeners so, who, as I said, are at the other end of the equation, might want to know what they have to look forward to if they're going to be the kind of success that LinkedIn is. 
Well, I still remember two of us sitting in a sitting in a room and having got our first round of funding, um, looking at a load of whiteboards and uh, yeah. taking a big gulp, and then and then just going from there. And you know, sort of from there, we hired various um, graduate scientists. We we got um, the client services team in we got designers in and then you know people came quickly after that um and then before you know it you're a big company and we you know and and scary things happen like signing long-term leases on premises that can seat you know a hundred people not the two people that you start with it takes um it all happens very very quickly when you like the touch paper but uh, it's a lot of hard work but it is it is truly exciting Indeed. So, how big is the team now altogether? So, um, we're UK and US based, and um, at last count, it's 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 getting up there to the point where we you know we're 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 finding premises that seat upwards of sort of hundred hundred and twenty people. We're not that big yet, but we're we're I think we have sort of twenty active job. Um, ads out at the moment to recruit staff we're we're filling seats every every other day uh it feels like at the moment you i'm doing i'm sort of doing the tour and doing the sort of whole uh welcome to linkdex and what this is why it's an exciting place to be every other day um it's yeah it's it's all happening um i wouldn't want to put an exact figure on what we've got at the moment but um it's uh it's an exciting place to be around and uh, the energy's pretty good that I can tell. Every time I see your people, the energy is good. I saw some of them in New York uh, recently, and uh, just the, the new people were just great. And they had the same verve that, uh, that all of you that I kn- I've known for years have. Um, and that, that's really great to see. Let's go back to the funding, the seed funding, because I know from personal experience in my companies, and I also know from listening to other entrepreneurs um, through the CEO Coach, that people, uh, entrepreneurs are saying, well, I need funding. How do I get funding? Um, how did you come to the point where you could be in that room with all the whiteboards having uh, received the funding saying, okay, now what are we going to do? Um, go back to before that time. How long did it take you to find funding? It was, was it easy? Um, uh, was it difficult? I think, I think because, because my co-founder had exited a business already, uh, it might not have been for massive millions, but enough millions to have enormous amounts of credibility. And he's also larger than life. If you, and I'm not sure whether you've met John, but he is—he's one of these people that kind of illuminates a room when he's in it. And what I've learned about um, investments is people normally invest in people before the idea. And I think um, the. The person in charge of the seed funder, Amadeus Capital Partners, who invested in us was a guy called Lawrence John. And he saw something in the team that was put in front of him and the market opportunity and the technology that we were trying to produce that made, that inspired him enough to, to want to put that money in. Um, but I certainly think it was a case of people first, big market, big idea. And uh, I, so I, I think that's kind of the way that, that sort of played out. 
We hear that over and over again um, at the CEO Coach and also from a venture capitalist that we talked to, invest in people um, and then the big market, big idea. But the people who can take it to the finish are what uh, investors want to see. So listen up, all of you CEO Coach listeners. Um, the people are, are what matters and then the idea in the market. Um, so the the did you plan to be... Um, at where you are now in this short a time, or did it was did you have a, a plan that led you to this point, or did it grow much faster than you thought? Um, obviously, you dare to dream. I mean, you know, any any entrepreneur that doesn't actually quietly think that actually they're gonna they're gonna win the market, they're gonna they're gonna sort of achieve every every one of their dreams and, and build something huge shouldn't be shouldn't be starting in the first place but um i think we're probably where roughly where i thought we would like to be by now um our market's quite interesting there is no clear winner um and we think there probably will be and so we, we know we're in a fight um but it's a fight we're happy to be in and and more importantly we think we can and uh that keeps that gets you out of bed every day. I mean, I don't think I go to work. You know, this is this is as much fun as you can have and, and call it work. It's it's just, uh, you know, if you've got it in you to create a business and to 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 run a great business and to try and do the kind of things that uh, tech entrepreneurs do, then you, you're in a very lucky space. And uh, so, daring to dream again, being bold is uh, is important, and loving what you do. I hear that every time you talk about what you do with uh, LinkedIn and what you've accomplished. We're going to take another break now, and we'll be back to uh, look at uh, some of the chief learnings of uh, the LinkedIn experience with Matt Roberts. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short-branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended... Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia. 
on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. You have made it to the Merchant Help Desk. We'll break down ways to succeed in your online marketing operation, SEO for e-commerce, legal issues, PCI compliance, and more. Merchant Help Desk, on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to the CEO Coach. This is Ann Kennedy with Matt Roberts. My sidekick, Jillian Music, is taking a well-deserved break today. Matt and I are talking about the phenomenal and uh, explosive success of his company, LinkedEx, which is marketed to the uh, search and SEO industry and uh, brands that get it, that it's important to uh, understand the, this part of the um, digital marketing process. So, Matt... In your three and a half years, what would you say the chief learnings that you have come out of it with? Oh, that's a really good question. And uh, as much as you, big build up there, and we got a lot right, but we've also got a lot wrong. And if I'm to reflect, I'd say I'd say a couple of things. One is to, to know what, what segment of the market you're going for. When we first started, we thought we could be at the sort of lower end of of um, software, sort of the forty nine ninety nine bucks a month, um, as well as being able to service the higher end. That wasn't true. We had to choose one, and we chose the high end enterprise market. So trying to be everything to everybody didn't work. Um, I certainly f- think you know if you can't answer the question, what's your unfair advantage? Um, then you you may struggle. I think you know finding ours was really important. Great investors really, really matter. I think um, certainly the investors we've had have supported us at every step of the way. Not only do they provide us with with money, and I think you always need more than money. You need, you need people who are going to support you in the good and the bad times and provide you with intellectual capital as well as financial capital. We couldn't do it without a team. You know, I'm, I'm talking to you today, but I mean, I, I can't tell you how many talented people are actually driving everything that we do and how hard they work to try and achieve success. So um, having a great team and inspiring a great team is really, really important. Um, things we've always struggled with, interestingly enough, considering I'm, I'm a sort of a marketer by trade, is telling our story. I mean, against the backdrop of a rapidly changing market and um, having a rapidly changing product, it's quite difficult to sort of really nail the story. And I think we've done okay for a lot of years. We've just learned to sort of tell it properly, probably the first time most recently. Uh, and I think that's sort of knowing how to sort of really sort of sell your, sell your business um, in, in, in all forms and, and sort of building that brand. And, you know, if I had one tip to give there, I'd say read a book, um, called it starts with why and it's so sort of try and get beyond the what you do to sort of why you do it and what's your sort of higher purpose it really helps you sort of get your head around what that actually means and then it's sort of focus on people relationships you know really deep ones not just with your customers which is you know what we all try and do but um 
Now, we've, we, as you know, we do a lot of air miles. We get to see sort of other industry thought leaders and spend time with them. And, and you can never know too much, you know, sort of building relationships and learning from, from as many people as you can really makes a difference. So I'd probably sort of say those are some, some of the key learnings I'd want to pass on. Well, that's fantastic. You t- talked about uh, choosing the, the direction, um, learning from your mistakes and focusing where your business is going to go and knowing when it's time to make that choice. And also a very important one that um, I agree is define what your unfair advantage is. Uh, make sure that you can d- differentiate yourself from everybody else. And then, <clears throat> as you were saying, be able to articulate that. And actually, I don't know anybody in marketing that doesn't have a problem with articulating their own unfair advantage. It's, it's easy to do for other people, but for ourselves, it's always, always tricky. Um, the book you mentioned, um, can you repeat the title and do you happen to know the name of the author? Because we'll put a link up on our Facebook page for um, our listeners. So it's um, Start With Why, and um, uh, his name, I think it's Simon Sinnott, um, by memory, is the, is the author. And it's, it's just a really interesting book about what makes great companies, and he, he uses the example of Apple a lot, which is Apple understand the why, not just the, the what and the how of what they do, and how perhaps average um, companies are, are more focused on the, uh, the what and the how and probably don't have the why all wrapped up. And I think... Um, that, that kind of helped me anyway. And I think another important point you brought out was uh, to uh, in, get investors who also invest intellectual capital with you as well as, uh, as well as the money. The money is important, but getting guidance and advice and certainly some of the successes we've seen have come from investors who do just that. Well, Matt, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. I am positive that your learnings and your tips will be of value to our uh, uh, to our listeners as they try to achieve the same journey that you have with LinkedIn. And I wish you all good fortune for the future. And thanks again for joining us today. Uh, thanks so much, Anne. It's been it's, it's been fun. Thank you. And this is Ann Kennedy uh, from uh, the CEO Coach uh, with my friend Jillian Music, who is on on a break today. Um, you can download our podcasts at the webmasterradio.fm, at iHeartRadio, also on iTunes and uh, Android apps. And uh, we look forward to seeing you visit our Facebook page. We will put some links up on that for this uh, to uh, give you some guidance on where to go find things. And by the way, when you stop at our Facebook page, hit the like button so we know you were there. We also welcome uh, questions and comments for future shows. And so this is Ann Kennedy saying uh, goodbye for this week. We'll see you again at the CEO Coach at webmasterradio.fm next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. 
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.